All right, friends, welcome. Uh, this is Pastor Jung here at Faith Lutheran Church in Moorpark, California. And today, uh, we continue on with the Apostles' Creed, Article 3, uh, based on, um, I believe, uh, in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, and today, the forgiveness of sins. When I say, I believe in the forgiveness of sins, what does that mean? Let us pray. Dearly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your word. Lord, thank you for your grace coming to us in our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord, bless us this day in the peace that you give, in the blood that is sacrificed for us, in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, in whom we pray. Amen. Amen. Indeed. The Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. And that is what we are dwelling upon today. When I say I believe in the forgiveness of sins, what does that really mean? These are words of faith. Faith in the very work that is delivered for us, raised uh, for our justification our Lord had done, delivered uh, to, to, to take upon that penalty of our sin, upon that very cross. And, and there we, we say those very words, I believe, dot, 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 in the forgiveness of my sins. Now, just to kind of uh, go back to this, and, and today, well, I forgot to write it, uh, we are on page 208, in the 2017 version of the small catechism. And every night when I say the creed with my children, uh, when we go to this third article of the creed uh, pertaining to the forgiveness of sins, what a great moment of comfort in the refuge of the blood of Christ. That I indeed just as you are, are forgiven of all of our sins. And how do we know? That's the key. How do we know? And today, we're going to talk about it. The what, the why, and the how. What is the forgiveness of sins? And as we continue on here in our catechism on page 208, what is the forgiveness of sins? God promises that for Christ's sake, He will not hold our many sins against us. Right? That He... Uh, uh, washes away and wipes the slate clean. That by his very blood, as it reads in Psalm 130, who can stand? Who can stand? Right? We, we, we just preached on the baptism of our Lord as he stood in the River Jordan. And, and we ask ourselves, O oh Lord, with our trembling and faltered, broken, fallen short to the glory of God knees, who could stand if you, O oh Lord, should mark iniquities, O Lord, who could stand? But with you there is forgiveness, that you may be feared. O Lord, should mark iniquities, who could stand? And when we talk about uh, the liturgy, when we talk about how we say these very words um, in, in our divine service, it, it, is a, it is a reminder to us of who stands for us. That in our sin, it is not us who merits forgiveness, but it's by the work of one who stands for us, who, was, who took our iniquity, who took our sin upon that very cross. 
Right? This is very important in a, in a sense of, uh, of, of what this forgiveness is all about. Because what does, uh, what, does our, uh, what does our flesh do? What does the devil do? Uh, what does this uh, world do? It's, well, we, we are held by our guilt. We're held by our sin. And we are bound by them as if there is no rescue. Now, when we say, I believe in the forgiveness of sins, what we are saying here is, there is rescue. And that is outside extra notes of ourselves, right? 1 John 1, 7. Actually, why don't we actually write something here? Who stands? Psalm 130, and that is Jesus. 1 John 1, 7. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from our sins. Who cleanses? That's the question. And that is Jesus. See, what is the forgiveness of sins? It is the who, right? It is, is who stands, who cleanses. And that what is answered by the work of Christ. There is nothing about us in here when it comes to the forgiveness of sins. This is completely the work that has been done for us through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who stood faithfully, who cleanses us uh, of our unrighteousness by his righteousness, that is through the sacrifice of his blood for the forgiveness of our sins. When I say I believe in the forgiveness of sins, what that means, it's Jesus. It's what he has done. And, and there we, uh, and there we uh, rest in, in uh, knowing full well that our sins are not held uh, against us, but rather our, our sins are accounted for uh, by the work of Christ. I believe in the forgiveness of sins. The devil will tarry you in so many different ways, saying you are not forgiven for that sin. Oh, well, you know, the, Jesus forgives the sins of the world, but yet, you know, for you, I don't know, that sin, too heavy for Jesus to take. I don't know if I'm forgiven, right? When we say, I believe in the forgiveness of sins, when his blood was shed on that cross at Calvary for us, there we are wrapped uh, by his grace, knowing that all our sins are answered for. Right When he says it is finished, that means I am forgiven of all my sins. When that empty tomb, uh, he is risen, he is not here, I am forgiven of my sins because Jesus is the acceptable sacrifice. So what is the forgiveness of sins? It is that my sins are not held against me because there is one who took those sins for me. And that is... That's, this is the life of faith. Right? It's, it's, it's always about what Jesus has done for us. Okay. So, as we continue, I believe in the forgiveness of sins. Why does God forgive our sins? Why? Why would he do such things for us? Why? Because he is a God of grace. In him we have redemption, Ephesians 1, 7, right? Through his blood, in him we have redemption, through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace. Why does he do this? Grace, because of grace. What is grace? It is a free gift. Undeserved and not merited. 
This is a free gift. When we talk about, I believe in the forgiveness of sins, we go to the why and say, yes, I believe in it because I know full well that by the free gift, undeserved, unmerited, this life of faith, by the grace of God given to me, I am forgiven of my sins. Right? Once we take out grace and once we put, I have done this, or I have saved myself, or I am good enough to be a child of God, there is no longer grace. There is only you. And when there's only you, we are trembling in great fear, knowing full well that deep in our hearts and minds and our conscience, we do not measure up. But by the grace of God, we do. Because who measures up for us? The free gift. And that is Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. Right? This is the uniqueness of Christianity. It's about Christ alone. It's about his work alone. And that is where our faith clings and trusts. Grace. Why do we believe? Because of the grace of God given to us, shed for us, his body and blood for the forgiveness of our sins. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever uh, believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Why? Because God is love. Right? He loves you so much that he sent his son, his only begotten son, Monogenes, to be the savior of the world. That by his love, death has been overcome. You shall not perish, but you will have everlasting life. From the domain of darkness to his marvelous light, uh, uh, transferring you uh, to the life that is eternal. I believe in the forgiveness of sins. Why? Because of the love of God. This love is beyond our human scope. God is love because there we see Jesus. God is grace because he sees a dead world needing a savior. We cannot ascend to the Lord, but rather he descends to us and gives to us in the form of his son, Jesus, true man, true God, he lived this life full of grace and truth he is, John 1, to be the savior of the world. Free gift, undeserved, not merited. I believe in the forgiveness of sins. What is the forgiveness of sins again? That our sins aren't held against us. Well, because there is the one who stood in our place, the one who holds and bears our sins for us on that very cross. Why does he do this, O Lord? Because our God is full of grace. Our God is full of love. This is our Father, right? The Father, our true God of love and grace, who sends us his Son, because there is no other way to which we are saved, but only by the name of Christ, Acts 4.12. Right? Why? Because of the name of Christ. I believe in the forgiveness of sins. Okay, so we know the what. What is the forgiveness of sins? That our sins aren't held against us. That our sins are washed away. Why does he do this? Because we have the one true God. How, what are his attributes? Full of grace, full of truth, full of love. But how does he do this, right? 2 Corinthians 5.21 For our sake, God made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. 2 Corinthians 5.21 shows us the how, right? That we are declared righteous as our sins have been charged to Christ. The great 
exchange, the blessed exchange. You know, how is this done? Our sins are charged to Christ. And what does Christ do with those sins? He sheds his blood on that very cross in the empty tomb, and there he charges to us his righteousness. You are righteous, how? By the blood of Christ shed for you. Charging to him your sins, there he gives to you his righteousness through the sacrifice of his blood. This is the how, right? The good news, the gospel. See, this doesn't make sense in a sense to the human fallen man because this is so radical, right? We, we do something to get something. Isn't that the mantra that we live by in this world? We do something to get something, but here we realize what? That Christ is everything, right? We confess our sins, he is faithful and just, right? And will forgive us of all of our unrighteousness. That as, as our sins are charged to him, what does he do with those sins? He bears them. That's how forgiveness occurs. He bears them on himself. The one who knew no sin became sin for us. He took that penalty, that punishment of our sins to that very cross so that by his very work, we are deemed and declared justified and righteous by his death and resurrection. That is how you are forgiven of your sins. The Passover lamb from the Old Testament to what is to come in the New Testament, Jesus Christ. Behold the lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. There you have your righteousness. That is what St. John was looking forward to. That is what he was a forerunner to. And that is what he was proclaiming. Increase, decrease. Jesus is here. It is time for him to do his work. And that is the will of God, right? And his righteousness is yours, right? That is how it is done. It is not you who commits your life to the Lord. It is not you who, who gives your heart to Christ. No, it's Christ who gives you everything. Remember that. I want you to see that distinction because I know this is a very common thing in this world today where we want to play a part. Like, I've done this. I've done that. You know, I, 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 make, uh, I, I dedicate my life to the Lord, and, and that's when I know um, um, I'm saved. And that's not it, right? You are saved by grace alone, through the love of God, through Jesus, the one who, saved people, who, who will save people from their sin. And how is that done? By his work. Sins taken upon him, charging to him on righteousness, thereby his blood he declares and covers you by his righteousness. And therefore, you are righteous. Right? All right. Romans 3. Uh, <clears throat> For there is no distinction, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God and are justified by His grace as a gift through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. So how is it possible to declare us righteous? By His redemption. You need to be redeemed. And that means you need to be bought back with a price, not by silver or gold, but by the blood of Jesus. There you are bought with a price, redeemed and paid for and bought back, reconciled to God, all by the work of Christ. How are you forgiven? By the redemption, by the one who stood in your place and who paid the price for your sin. We can't do that. 
You see, we, we can't pay the price for our forgiveness. No matter how much money I have in this world, no matter how many good works I have in the good work bank account, that will not merit me my forgiveness. I am only forgiven by the one who is the Redeemer. I am not the Redeemer. You are not the Redeemer. But it is only Christ who is. And by His work... There in the how, how are you forgiven? Well, by the redemption that is of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The good news, the gospel, declared righteous as by his redemption, there your sins are covered. And there you are credited. The comfort the concrete delivery of the forgiveness of sins. This is who you are. See, when we say, I believe in the forgiveness of sins, what should be going on in the wavelength, as I always call it, you know that wavelength? I mean, I usually do this in the Lord's Prayer and all, actually throughout the whole catechism, this wavelength. When we go through this wavelength, what you should be thinking of as we say these words in a linear fashion, I believe in Jesus Christ. Uh, his only Son, our Lord. We go to the third creed, third article of the creed. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, uh, the forgiveness of sins. This is what should be going on in your heart and mind as you dwell upon the, the, the depth of God's love and grace in what this forgiveness is, how it is done, and there we find only Christ. All we see is thank the Lord. Uh, all, we, all we do is thank the Lord for all that he has done because it's all about Jesus time and time again. Now, what does the devil do? First, he says what? Well, you have to work it out. And there you go and say, okay, that sounds good, right? That's, that's what the world does. And, and, and we try and aspire to be uh, these good people in order to merit our salvation. But then at the end of the day, uh, the devil says, look, you're not good enough. Look what you've done. And there he brings you to despair. Now, in those moments, as the devil attacks us in every which way, there we go back to the creed and say, look, I believe in the forgiveness of sins. What is that forgiveness? Here we see it in the what, why, and how. And there Christ is, completely threaded throughout all this conversation as we say, yes, do not fear. I've called you by name, I've redeemed you, and you are mine. I believe in the forgiveness of sins. I am forgiven of all my sins. When you hear those words, right? When we confess our sins and we are absolved of those words at service there on Sunday, you are indeed forgiven of your sins. When you receive the body and blood of Jesus, right? Uh, there at the altar, his true body and blood, you are forgiven of your sins right then and there, right? When you hear the words in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, there too at the beginning of service, you are reminded of what? Your baptism, where there God, by his means of grace, has forgiven you of all your sins. This is God working on you. And there we find our great comfort knowing full well that when we say, I believe in the forgiveness of sins, indeed we are. And how do you know? Because it's all Jesus for you. This is who you are. Sins washed away. Sins not held against you. Why? Because God is full of grace, full of love. How is that shown to us? By the work of Christ who, who, who is charged upon himself, our sin, who became sin for us, and who charges to us in that blessed exchange his righteousness through the redemption that he has done that is bought with a price by not with silver or gold, but by his precious blood. And there we have life in his name. I believe in the forgiveness of sins. Yes. What a great peace this is. 
is there we know that we are right with God, declared righteous and justified in the name of Christ. May this go well with you. And may you say these words every single day. Recite the creed every single day, multiple times a day, when you're driving, when you're waking up, when you're sleeping at night, when you go to sleep at night, um, when you're going through so many different things in life, when, when, when sins seem to be uh, wasting your bones away, as it says in Psalm 32, there you go back to the creed and say, what is this forgiveness of sins is all about? What is it all about? And go back to the what, why, and how. And there you dwell upon, indeed, I am forgiven of my sins, all by the blood of the Lamb, Jesus Christ. Amen. Let us pray. Dear Holy Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for these very words that we are set free, released from the bondage of sin and death. That by your very blood, O Lord, you have forgiven us of all of our sins. Lord, God of grace, God of love. Lord, bless us, and, and, and we thank you, O Lord, for all that you continue to do for us, namely, in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Bless us this day in the redemption. Lead us, O Lord, in your righteousness, knowing full well that indeed we live the life of forgiveness. I pray all this in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. All right, friends, have a wonderful day, and may this word go well with you. Remember, apply this to your life. Apply it in every which way. The forgiveness of sins. What does this mean? And um, go in peace. All right, until next time, have a good night, Matt. God be with you as well. Praying for you always. But for everyone else, love you all. Praying for you all. And until next time, this is Pastor Jung here at Faith Lutheran Church in Moore Park, California, 93021. We'll see you next time. But until then, you are forgiven of all your sins. That's right. Jesus has finished it. Adios and goodbye. Thanks for listening to these Small Catechism Live devotions. We hope this helps you as you continue to grow and study the Bible. For more information about Faith Lutheran Church, visit us online at faithmoorpark.com.